When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! Welcome on in to a victory edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montilla, often called the mayor of the city of Phoenix. This guy next to me is Mr. Electric Sean DePaz, yeah, yeah. and we will be joined by the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman here shortly coming to us live from the Seattle area where he will be covering the All-Star Game next week and covering the Home Run Derby, MLB Draft, all sorts of stuff. We got Jesse plugged in, but we are plugged in. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. There was a lot of news going on at Chase Field today. And of <laughs> course, there is no story bigger than Corbin Carroll miraculously returning to the Arizona Diamondbacks lineup today. Not Corbin Carroll healthy, not Corbin Carroll okay. Corbin Carroll playing in a baseball game and going two for five with two runs scored and an RBI. Yeah, I mean, I thought even in the best case scenario, there's no way Corbin plays tonight, right? No, like, no you, way. you just gotta, you have to figure. Not even in the series against the Pirates. I would think yeah, even if he was like, okay, they would just sit. Well, I, on, yeah, I mean, yeah. on TPSP today, Totri and I were talking about, do you even do you even play in the All Star game at yeah, this point? Like, right. I, that's not worth risking. And obviously, we had no real indica- indication as to what his injury or lack thereof, I guess, was. Correct. Um, but still, it just seemed like one of those things where it was just like you don't. You don't let him play. And so I was expected that I, even if he was completely fine, you wouldn't see him play. Yeah, and just he, as he a did. precaution, right? It because was that's what happened last quite week. Quite the shock, yeah. yeah. And I'm, so, I don't think it was the right uh, move. I didn't like it. I said it before the game. I didn't like it. And after what we saw in his last at-bat, I really didn't like it. Lots of people didn't like it. Not only did fans not like it, I got the vibe that even members of the media didn't like it based on the way that they were asking questions uh, towards Tory before the game. Uh, Tory did provide an update on why he decided to put Corbin Carroll in the lineup. This is what he had to say. There were a bunch of things that we had to work through, um, and it wasn't an easy, um, an easy twenty-second thing. Like he feels good, put him in, put him in there. So there was a lot of people that were weighing in on this decision. There were a lot of people that were um, kind of guiding me as I was making out the lineup, and I didn't make it out until about thirty-five minutes ago. Um, I did make it out without him in it, and I held. I made sure the lineup was held until I got here and saw him and got this information. So. Um, the first checkpoint was the, the reading of the MRI. Uh, the next checkpoint was him taking some swings. And then we just kept piecing it together. And it just kept pushing forward in a really positive way. Um, and then once once the stinger sensation was discussed, we felt like it was full steam ahead that he's going to be just fine. So last night, we know what happened, right? Yeah. We know the swing. We know Corbin Carroll leaves the game. We also know that Jody Jackson reported, and then we saw on the broadcast that Corbin Carroll returned to the dugout kind of low-key in a hoodie. (laughs) Uh, I mean, and obviously that was a good sign. We didn't know what to take from it because that's it feels like you're kind of jumping the gun to just immediately assume that everything is good because he's back in the dugout. Corbin loves baseball, and he like is the kind of guy that I'm sure that even if he was injured and didn't have anything to do like he wouldn't leave he would just go back into the dugout if he was allowed to and go watch the rest of the game so like 
today's prognosis, today's update was very, very surprising. Uh, before I got to the field on Gambo uh, and Bur Burns and Gambo, they were reporting that Tori Lovolo on, and Tori Lovolo had said uh, that, that Corbin Carroll came to Chase Field early today. The MRI results basically showed no structural damage at all, and he was doing some test swings. The first time I saw Corbin walking around the clubhouse, he had a bat in his hand, and <laughs> I was literally like, holy shit, what is going on, right? A lot of people probably yeah. feel that way, and I understand. But the problem is, is that the MRI showed no damage at all, no ligament damage, no structural damage, no nothing wrong with his arm. Today, Corbin was feeling absolutely fine, and apparently he was the one that requested to go into the lineup. So when people want to grill Tori a bit here on this decision and say, like, Tori's honestly putting him right back in there, it sounded like Corbin was very adamant about being put in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if Corbin's adamant. Like, you're the manager and he's the player. So if, he, if you have to protect the players from themselves, yeah, exactly. Like, sometimes. if he's not in the if, – if you don't think he should be playing, then he shouldn't play. It doesn't matter how, how much he, he, he begs. And, and, and that's the reason why. Like, Tori has said it in the past where, like, the decision on some medical things aren't even in his hands. They yeah, are in yeah, the medical exactly. staff's hands. The medical staff says that someone cannot play. They cannot play regardless of what the player or Tori says. So, again, that's part of the problem here. Uh, or, or I guess you should say the reason why he played today is yeah. because the medical staff said that Corbin was fine. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm with you guys a lot on this. I, there's, I have a couple of feelings. Like, for Corbin, I feel like, just for his sake, I feel like, yeah, just leave him out of this series with yeah. the Pirates, right? Or at, let, at the very least, give him today off. Give him today off. Yeah. Uh, let him just get to the All-Star break and the All-Star game so that he can go participate in that very special event. But even then, isn't is that a bad look? Like if he goes, if he doesn't play in the final three games of the first half of the season, but then he goes and participates in the All Star game. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, I don't know if people would care all that much. I don't. Like they would definitely, understand. Yeah. And also, and I know he wants to play in the All Star, but like you could just go hang out. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't. You know, if your shoulder's not okay, but I, I, I mean, I guess it is. So Caesar says, uh, "Plot twist: They MRI the wrong shoulder." I don't, I don't like that plot twist at all. And that would be. Bit. I don't see how that would yeah. even be. <laughs> that would be. That would, there, would, there would be a whole other story, yeah. but bigger than, well, than Corbin at that point. That kind of, uh, I guess, that kind of incompetence has kind of been thrown around about this situation. People are very worried that him playing today, him being back out there, is a problem, and. Uh, we'll get to it in a moment, but there was an at bat in tonight's game yeah. that was that was very scary, and the broadcast definitely brought up the fact that he did not. He looked like he was in discomfort uh, in, in with one of his swings. But uh, here is what Carol Carol said about the sensation he felt in yesterday's game and how he, much like the rest of us, thought the season was over. Yeah, I took a swing um, in the back swing, felt you know a, kind of a shift in my shoulder and. A shocking, um, like tingling sensation go down my arm, and then my hand go numb. Um, yeah, I mean, was, was holding it, kind of thought it came out of the socket. Um, you know, pretty much just thought that the season was over. Yeah, we all did too. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, and this is for Cogs. I definitely like. You know, it definitely. Felt like we were making a little bit of a dick mountain out of a molehill after after the point. I that was yeah. a, a joke I tweeted earlier. Yeah. I'm not gonna pretend nah, I just nah, came up with I mean, it, but um, definitely were. Cogs needed a dick mountain joke, but um, no, I did. It did like it was a very weird like whole kind of like sequence of of it being like oh the season's over and then it's like okay it's actually not that big of a deal. Um, like it 
it, we just really were reacting like the season was over when it yes. wasn't. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it showed that we weren't like we weren't really overreacting. <laughs> like he he said that even he thought it. like we were reacting based off his reaction. Yeah. And oh, yeah. his reaction was that his season was over. Right. Um, it looked like he looked shocked in the moment. Um, the, the look on his face looked like I mean, it told the story that it, yeah. I mean, that of how he felt like there was yeah. no doubt in, in our minds that he was concerned. And I mean, he talks about like holding his arm like it had come out of the socket, yeah. you know. As well, he, yeah. He was, it's so. Field. It was it was definitely very odd, um, and yeah, that last at bat that we saw today was very concerning to me. Not I don't. I, I mean, I, to me, there's there's clearly something more going on. Whether it's something mental that's going on, um, like Elise is suggesting. Uh, I don't know. I, I I am not by any means like a medical person, so I don't really know anything. I don't know if an like I don't know if it could be like a nerve type of thing. Um, he tried to walk back like everything was fine, like everything yeah, was I mean, super that cool, was weird like we didn't see it. It you didn't know? even look like he he <laughs> got, <laughs> Gabriel saying we weren't overreacting, they got swept, shut out, and Coral. Coral almost died. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's just like, it, that was weird because it didn't look like he grabbed his shoulder, like I couldn't. It lo- that looked almost like something else. Yeah, like he yeah, like the yeah, way yeah. he kind of yeah. like stopped when he went to run. Yeah. It didn't even look like it was like his shoulder thing, but maybe it was more of just like uh, he know he felt the pain. He kind of just stopped to not react. I don't know. It, it was it was odd. It was very concerning. It does seem like there's more going on. I wish he hadn't played tonight. Um, but if he says he's okay and the doctor said he's okay, he's okay. I guess. I don't know. I don't like it. But the Diamondbacks won. They snapped their four game streak. Uh, losing streak and a big part of that was Corbin Carroll yeah uh, his participation in tonight's game uh, and Zach Gallon, of course who is always good at Chase Field and always con- honestly always good after a loss he is a great starter to come in after the Diamondbacks have been struggling like they were with that four game losing streak but uh, Corbin Carroll got his 25th stolen base tonight uh, and he is the first rookie according to ESPN stats and info Ooh. in MLB history oh with 15 home runs and 25 stolen bases by the All-Star break. He's pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it's just the mm-hmm. the epitome of of and I, it was a phrase I yelled multiple times tonight like creating chaos and that's part of he how did, they won. Yeah. And obviously he I mean, really tonight Jake McCarthy Jake was kind McCarthy of the root with that of that, chaos. but yes. but like he I think in general the like the create chaos spirit of this yeah. team roots in having probably the, one of the most dynamic base runners in the entire league, if not the most dynamic base runner in the league. So, like yeah, it, it is. He's very good at baseball. He's very good. He's very good at baseball, and the way he's good at baseball makes other teams uncomfortable, and it makes the team better at baseball. That's right. Uh, Nicholas Gruder in the ch- Gruders in the chat and a super chat. Thank you so much, Nicholas. He says Corbin's shoulder is still bothering him. Bunting first two at bats, looking awkward. Grabbed his shoulder briefly in the last at bat. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Some, it's, it's some, it's something doesn't look great. Uh, Momo Marte, thank you for the super chat as well. Uh, Momo Marte says Corbin needs to rest next game. Can't uh, risk it. And yeah, no, we can't risk it. We can't risk Corbin. Uh, protect Corbin at all costs. And I think that's uh, the the big key here. But, Agreed. Uh, Carol did talk about uh, when he kind of felt confident about his shoulder mm. being okay. Uh, and that included the fact that he went back and looked at the at bat and he felt like that was more of a very awkward swing that caused the sensation more than him really being injured here's what he had to say about knowing that he was he was right again um honestly it helped 
seeing the swing and like realizing how awkward of a swing it was and seeing it just not really look like my swing. Um, where it's like, hey, maybe there is just the off chance that this was uh, uh, just an awkward swing uh, that put my body in a little different position. Yeah, I'd say that was an element that helped. Uh, the, obviously, the medical team checking me out, and then kind of a final, you know, relief was uh, getting the MRI results back to back. So you know, it, it sounded like he was very cautious, and I mean, Tori talked about it too. But going through all the checks and making sure you're okay, like obviously he's not. And and yeah. Nicholas brought that up with the bunts and everything like that. He did bunt, uh, you know, for a single and got on base. I believe that's where his RBI came from, right? So. Uh, like he is able uh, to do things, but it still doesn't seem 100. percent I still yeah, don't it looks see a little need weird. to have him out there. Yeah. when he's not, right? it, it all looks weird. I mean, I, I, you gotta hope that they just know better than we do. Um, yeah. And I do think, like, we're all medical. And obviously, here. obviously, Corbin Carroll wants to play baseball, but he's been through an injury with that shoulder where he has missed a significant portion of baseball. So I don't think he's necessarily going to put himself in danger of having to go through that again because I think he is smart enough to realize that that means even more missed baseball than having take having to take a few games off. Um, then again, I don't know if taking a few games off fixes this problem, if it's something deeper than that. So I don't know. It's definitely an odd situation, but I am just, I'm not going to look and give horse in the mouth. Like if, if he's playing and he's okay. on the field, yeah. like I'm going to take it. Well, and Tori brought up, like there isn't a real roadmap for his injury. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're going through it, you can ask people. There's other people that he can reach out to that have gone through a similar injury and have, a, have had a similar surgery. But there's just nothing. He said there's literally no book. There's books on a lot of these injuries yeah. that you can actually like know what's going on and what to expect. And this injury just is one that 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 there isn't a lot of information on. So uh, hopefully they just err on the side of caution. And like I said, I think that's why we're all kind of surprised that he was in the lineup tonight. Diamondbacks did a great job offensively, but more importantly, Zach Gallon was Zach Gallon, and he yeah. has been incredible. He just continues to be outstanding at Chase Field, and like I said, after losses, uh, his line tonight, he went seven innings, gave up four hits, one earned run, no walks, five strikeouts. His home record this season now is 9-0 and in 10 <laughs> starts. He has a 1.47 ERA. He has given up 11 earned runs in 67 innings pitched fantastic just incredible but i'm good here's what's wild um he is now and this was coming into tonight's game but uh, he is the pitching after a loss yeah he is six and oh now seven and oh uh and he came into it with a 1.96 era i'm sure it drops it down probably more like a 1.92 era in those uh 10 starts that follow a d-backs loss the team is eight and two in those 10 games. So Zach Gallen is, is the stopper when the diamondbacks yeah. are struggling and they can't get things back on track. Zach Gallen has just been outstanding for this team. It's still wild. The road versus home splits for Zach yeah, Gallen is still something that scientists are going to study 50 years from now. But for the most part, it feels like this start cement Zach Gallen to be the starter in the all-star game. Yeah, um, you'd have to hope. I mean, obviously, it, Spencer Strider's no longer there, yeah. and I mean, I know we didn't it, really it, have him as one of our possibilities, but I mean, I feel like Zach Gallon and, and it obviously lines up perfectly. Mm -hmm. Like he will have full not that not that he would be putting in a full outing, but it, he will have full rest at that point. Um, 
which is nice. But yeah, I mean, he obviously he's he's the best pitcher in the National League. It's not a confrontation at this point. I don't really think. Um, I think that you're mentioning his record after losses. Like that's what makes great pitchers great pitchers. Is like the those bad performances are one offs. Like yeah. they don't they, they he doesn't let bad performances like kind of pile on top of each other. Um, yeah, that's that's why he's so amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I think it's in my mind. A foregone conclusion that he is the starter for the National League, um, which you can get plus money, like to plus two ten odds on BetMG. No, on BetMGM just for the National League to win. Oh, as if they don't have the Let's best go. team in the league. Let's go. What are we talking and about? What are we even doing here? Come I'm, on. I don't know. Just, I don't know. just saying. Um, speaking of pitchers, though, Justin Martinez made his major league debut tonight. Heat. Uh, he he casually throws 102 miles heat. per hour, but unfortunately tonight for uh, Martinez, he wasn't able to do it in the strike zone very yeah, much. He's got uh, wild heat. He got wild heat for sure, but uh, he, he was mixing it up nicely. Me and uh, me and David were kind of uh, draw. We had our jaws dropped a little bit at the idea of like seeing 102 and then getting an 88 80, mile yeah, per hour slider yeah. and a 92 mile per hour splitter. Uh, After you then, had Dick Mountain in the beginning of the game hitting people with 83 mile per hour fastballs, and then you had Damon creating monsters in a laboratory like, where he's talking about giving him Scott McGuff splitter, and it's like, <laughs> what are we? That, even, that is why pitching is so weird. Yeah. Like this kid, Justin Martinez, and Dick Mountain. <laughs> are are doing the same job like they have the same job the same like they do the same thing uh, but in such drastically different ways it makes yeah. no sense meanwhile they shouldn't be the same dick mountains over here throwing uh what a 70 mile per hour sweeper what and, are we even and, fucking and, doing and dick? then an 83 mile per hour fastball at the top of the zone that evan longoria is completely embarrassing himself on just whiffing like like it's nobody's business on uh, whatever Whatever. Baseball's no weird. Uh, not only is baseball weird, but when you talk about those two pitchers in particular, <laughs> uh, Dick Mountain is double the age, more than double the age. That's insane. He is 43 years old, uh, and our young pitcher on the mound tonight, uh, Justin Martinez, is 21. That's disgusting. So uh, that is yeah. absurd. Yeah. Dick Mountain. Dick. Dick Mountain looks like a movie character. Like when he's out there, I'm sorry. Yeah. He looks like he like looks a like a heartwarming he Disney look, movie character. He looks character, like the what was like, the name of the old the old guy in uh, Major League? Like you know, like there's the old like kind of uh, like. Oh, incumbent guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the catcher. No, the pitcher. Who, oh, like, the cheats. pitcher. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's what I. That's how I felt about Dick Mountain. I can't remember his name. I'll have to look it up. That's all right. But the important thing is that we get as many Dick Mountain references in this. And yes, Cogs is right. We smash Dick tonight. We crush Dick. Uh, we absolutely demolished Dick Mountain. And uh, the Diamondbacks. Get back right, which is something that they very much needed to do. Eddie Harris. <laughs> Justin Martinez, again, not very good. Uh, I don't want to give that impression. This guy. Oh, yes. Eddie Harris. Eddie Harris. Let's go. That's what Dick Mountain reminded me of. But I do want to say I believe very strongly in Justin Martinez's potential. I think tonight oh, yeah. might have been a lot of excitement making his debut. He wasn't missing by a whole lot. Um, but his uh, it, that fastball, he could not get into the strike zone. And I did say a heartwarming dick. You know, I might have said that. But anyway, I don't think I, I don't know if I did. I'm going to have to go back and review the tape. But uh, before we get on, uh, Jesse, by the way, is joining us. And then once he's here, uh, we'll be much more civil and much more well-behaved. <laughs> uh, Got to give our king snake out because we are definitely not bypassing that like we did last night. Our king snake is my purple hair brother, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Duh. Three Duh. for four. Hey, put some respect on his name. 
MLB All-Star, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Uh, A-S-G-L-G-J. Three for four, two doubles that basically could have been home runs. I mean, yeah, they were out. Both, there was a little oh, bit more I, wind I, blowing I inside of that airplane hangar. Uh, he did have one home run and four RBI, just absolutely the catalyst behind the D-backs offense tonight. And I can't help but point out, I rarely... I rarely don't wear a hat these days, but <laughs> I went hatless tonight at Chase Field, and like things what were tingling. Happened? You know, things were tingling. Saw me, gave Dick me, Mountain was tingling. Dick Mountain was out there. Things were tingling. This is what happens uh, on on a on a Friday night show without Jesse. But yeah. uh, shout out to Lourdes Gurriel, All Star yes. MLB All Star, and we Lourdes got another All Star by the way yeah, that we have to talk about. Bit. More exciting news, but before we get to that, we got to make sure you guys are getting down on. Uh, making some money with a baseball promotion over at BetMGM with their Swing for the Fences promotion. You can get yourself some boosts and make yourself <laughs> even more money. This guy is talking about 210 on the National League. You get yourself Dude, 25% boost easy. and add that on. Easy Dude, I might throw, I'm, I'm throwing 20 bucks on that. Let's go. Light work. Let's go. This is how you get some more money. You log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. You play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game, Swing for the Fences, until September 7th. Be a batter. Pick an area of the strike zone. You'll single. You'll double. You'll triple. You'll walker. You'll walker. You'll walker. Uh, you'll homer or you pop out. But you'll get a prize associated with whatever you do, uh, depending on the area of the strike zone you pick. Uh, and you can get yourself a bonus that must be used on MLB and expires in 24 hours. But get down on that today. And if you haven't signed up for the BetMGM app yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona peeps, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX to get paid. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Michigan. Well, we thank you guys for being here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure to do so. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. Leave us a little thumbs up. Uh, we got to highlight Nicholas saying Lourdes hit a three-run jack off Dick Mountain. That can't go <laughs> without being noticed. Um, but yeah, again, baby. if you're listening on the audio podcasting side, this has just probably been gold for you. Uh, <laughs> leave us a review. We love that. Subscribe if you haven't done so already, and we appreciate all that. And all of you should sign up today for PHNX Diehards membership. Go to gophnx.com. Sign up today. You'll get you'll get you'll get your money back in goods and services immediately and then you get all the other benefits and bonuses goods that and comes services. along with it this get, middle school social studies yes that's what i'm going for goods and services we're also off we're offering you a 50 dollars gift certificate for pizza how about that oh, yeah. Mike's. that's one we're, hell of a service we're giving you some uh, ranch good. ranch cart from dobson ranch golf course look i know it's hot but if you get out there is early getting enough, a 50 dollars gift certificate for Mountain Mike's a good or like is it or is it a service? Are we well, providing it, them a service or a good? We're oh, we're providing them with. Um, I think that's a good because right? you're getting giving them a you're getting a pizza back as a. It's, that's oh, a is good, the pizza right? the good or is the certificate the good? The certificate is the exchange of the goods. It's the means of getting the good. It's means for getting. Either way, you're getting so. pizza. 
Um, Rach gave us a super chat for Dick $5. Mountain, she Pizza. said, I never thought I would hear the mayor of Phoenix say Dick Mountain so many times. Well, welcome to the PHNX Diamondback show. Can I go Let's on go. a tangent real quick? Just not, not a tangent, but I just want to see if anyone else. Does anybody ever like think in uh, in specifically Wheel of Fortune before and after category things? <laughs> so all the time, like like just now, I see Dick Mountain and we were talking about Mountain Mike. So I I instantly think Dick Mountain Dick Mike. I think it, I think so. Like there that. it is. All the Fucking time, and I just I just don't know if anybody else and lives this isn't that even life. A football podcast. I'm touchdown. <laughs> I just, I, it literally, it's a, it's a home run. It's a digger. It, it is. I should start saying them out loud more because it is a consistent theme in my life. Like every day, I'll think of something or I'll hear uh, something, and I'll be like, before and after, before and after. Yeah. Well, do you know Ryan Seacrest is hosting? A yeah, I saw that. I don't know how to feel about yeah, that. But Ryan Seacrest, more money than God, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I will tell you this though: you, it won't take you more money than God to sign up for that diehard membership. Not only do you get all of this wonderful benefits from our partners, you get, of course, access to our Discord uh, lounge, which is the best place to be an Arizona sports fan. You get Jesse's newsletter, full count, and all the newsletters for all the writers around here. So much more. So make sure to sign up today at gophnx.com. Join us. Become part of the PHNX family. Uh, and we have bad news to talk oh, about. No. Like we have good news with Corbin oh, Carroll. Yeah. We have we're gonna do like one of those like you know like a review, right? We're gonna we're gonna do good news, bad news, good news sandwich, yeah. right? So uh, it's time for the bad news. And the bad news, of course, can't be just brought to you by the two of us because we're in too good of a mood. <laughs> we got to bring Jesse Freeman. I think it's gonna be Seattle. like the bad news is yeah. Jesse Freeman is joining us is from Jesse Seattle. Is here. I'm afraid <laughs> I got some bad news for you. You don't get a Jesseless episode this time. No, everybody loves Jesse and Jesse. Welcome on in. We are glad to have you here from an undisclosed location uh, in your safe house in Seattle. Uh, is that a dorm room or something? <laughs> what? Before we, Seattle uh, is gorgeous, guys. Can you see? <laughs> Can you see? Look, look at this space needle behind this, him. This atmosphere. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Jesse, what were your thoughts on Corbin Carroll uh, playing in today's game? And given the nature of his injury and everything that we saw yesterday, just him being okay? First of all, I think it's really ironic that we're in a situation today where, like, the entire Diamondbacks fan base is protesting not Tori Lovello sitting someone, but Tori Lovello <laughs> playing someone. Oh, this right? this is the upside down. Yeah, like we, it, it is a complete one eighty from what was going on yesterday. Welcome Everything to Bizarro World. <laughs> it's really weird, right? I mean, this is like this is the opposite of what Tori Lovello and this Diamondbacks coaching staff are known for, right? Tori Lovello for for a long time has been the manager who's giving guys days off that you feel they don't really need, right? Who's yeah. maybe taken a little too easy on guys at times. And I think, you know, fans have been frustrated with that over the years. And today it's Tori Lovello, you know, uh, forcing Corbin Carroll into this game, which obviously was not the actual story, as you guys described earlier. Uh, Tori Lovello sort of suggested that Corbin sit this one out. And it was Corbin who was like, no, if you guys are telling me I'm good, I'm going to get in this one. Uh, I have to confess the only Corbin Carroll at bat that I was able to watch of this game was the last one. And uh, that I'm, wasn't I'm a good one to, to watch. See. I'm glad to see that you guys are maybe not quite as concerned about it as I was, because that was <laughs> the only thing that I saw today. And it didn't look good. It looked like uh, it looked like he certainly felt something there. And it looked like he was sort of hiding it, uh, kind of like mm -hmm. they discussed on the yeah. broadcast. Like yeah. he, he sort of touched his shoulder for a second and then it was like oh no i can't do that like tori's watching they're gonna remove me from this game people are gonna freak out if i do this so 
uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a good look there. And I know a lot of people are still wondering whether the Diamondbacks made the right decision in having Corbin Carroll start this game. And I, I think that's a pretty valid question. I, I mean, you're you're right, because I mean, we joked about it, but it really did look like when he got out at first base and was running back to the dugout, like he was literally he was the epitome of just like be cool just be cool everything's just fine. everything's fine you know because like you said we know how long tory looks at people in the eyes when he thinks they're lying about being injured can you imagine how long tory would have like stared into his face if he even winced just a little bit more that would have been the rest of the game maybe i mean it's just it, it's concerning because like we said earlier you really can't let the player make that decision However, when all roads, all all signs are pointing to him being fine and he says he feels fine and every medical test and every diagnosis you've you've done to him or, or gotten says he's fine, then, you know, what do you do? Yeah, I, I mean, it's also interesting. I think I've seen a few people tweet after the game from Tori's postgame presser that Tori has already said that Corbin is going to be in the lineup tomorrow and that he was told by Corbin that he feels great and everything's okay. And it just feels like, here we go again. All right. <laughs> Corbin Carroll's in the lineup tomorrow. And it, it's just like, since when was this the case, right? Since when was this the case where, you know, it, it sort of always felt like if guys ever tweaked anything, if there was any, any small thing that popped up, you would sort of expect to see those guys out of the lineup the next day, just give them a day, play it safe. That's generally been Tori Lovello's philosophy. And uh, yeah, it just seems like that's not really the case here, I guess, uh, based on what you guys were saying earlier. It, you know, if the medical staff says what the medical staff is saying and there's really nothing to be concerned about, I guess we don't have the full picture here. But it is, uh, it is a pretty weird look right now for the D-backs. We also brought up yesterday or in the chat, you guys brought up, I think Nicholas Gruders is bringing it up again, you know, his follow through and the one handed follow through. Tori was asked about that. Yeah. Tori actually said that in many cases he went he went back to look at video to see if if Corbin was doing the one handed follow through a lot. And he said it was in many cases not that it was a two handed follow through and that it was just in like the instances of a slider or a changeup that might be outside of the uh, off the plate and Corbin's kind of reaching maybe some of those home runs that we've seen where it's kind of some opposite Ooh. field power that doesn't look like he has any business actually hitting it for a home run when he does um, like some of those have the one handed follow through. But our friend Jack Summers, uh, he had a hard time finding too many of the two handed follow throughs. And it sounds like that Corbin, you know, of course, Corbin was asked about it as well, and, and he said that you just can't think about that kind of thing at the plate. Uh, would this be like an entire readjustment for him that could potentially sink his production if he does try to like switch over to a, 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 a two-handed follow-through that he's trying to purposefully make sure he does all the time to not injure himself? Yeah, I mean, from what Jack said, it sounds like that was something that Corbin tried uh, in spring training of last year and he just like couldn't really get used to it it seems like a pretty tough adjustment to make mid-season maybe yeah. you have a whole off season to get used to it you could do that it doesn't seem on paper like a big change to make but mid-season for a guy who's having the kind of season that Corbin Carroll is having right now I don't know if you want to make that adjustment unless the medical team says it's absolutely imperative 
And at this point, it doesn't seem like the medical staff is saying that at all. The medical staff is saying everything's fine and he can just keep playing. So maybe that's something they revisit in the offseason if they're if they're concerned about this being a recurring issue. But for the time being, it just seems like an, an unnecessary risk with the success that he's had so far this year. I asked this question earlier, and Tony in our chat brings it up as well. He says it would be a bad look if Carroll sat out this series and played the All-Star game, in his opinion. Do you agree with that? Do you think that that would be an issue if they just sat Carroll until the break and then he did play in the All-Star game as his first, technically his first game back instead of, let's just say he skipped this game and the other two games of the series with the Pirates? I think that's a pretty fair point, honestly. I think that would be sort of a weird look. Uh, I mean, maybe if, if just medically it lined up that way, like, hey, he needs these two days off, and then you know by the time we get to Tuesday, he'll be all right. I wouldn't want to read too much into that. I think that's sure. totally possible, and, and that wouldn't be something to make a big deal over. But yeah, if the D-backs are like saving him for the All-Star game, the, the optics there are pretty weird. I, I, yeah. I am in full agreement with that. I don't think... Even though this is a huge opportunity for Corbin, obviously the you know the chance to return to his hometown as a rookie, start in the All Star game, it's incredible. As they talked about uh, on the broadcast today, I mean he's probably going to have to wait uh, 30 years to get this opportunity again. Yeah. Frankly, yes. he's not <laughs> going to have this opportunity again unless they have the All Star game in Seattle uh, really uh, relatively soon. So, uh, yeah, you want him to have this opportunity, but at the end of the day, the Diamondbacks are in the middle of a playoff hunt, and, you know, they have bigger bigger and better things right now than Corbin Carroll playing in the All-Star game, which is exactly where you'd want to be at this time of the year, right? If you get to this point in the season, you want to be at a place where the All-Star game is cool, and we want Corbin Carroll to have that opportunity, but it's not an ultimate thing right now with where the Diamondbacks are sitting in the standings. There's a bigger prize at the end for this team right now, and that's their focus. But there's still these moments that you just can't you can't bypass. You can't have these regrets in your career that you didn't get a chance to participate in something that's as personally fulfilling as it would be for Corbin Carroll to start in his first all-star game in the town that he grew up in the town that we got that adorable picture of little (laughs) baby Corbin, you know, in that glove, that's still there. He said, he's going to try to fit in the glove, Jesse. I need to see him try to fit in that glove again. But I mean, you have to assume he would go, even if he doesn't, if he was hurt, right? Like he would go just to hang out. It was was interesting because we have, uh, we'll get to that in a second, but Perdomo was talking about what his plans were for the all-star break. And it sounded like he was just going to stick around here in Arizona and eat a bunch of fast food, which is hilarious to be rock. On, we brother. have awesome news when it comes to Perdomo's all-star. But like I said, this is a, a good news, bad news, good news sandwich. And the good news here is that Corbin Carroll is okay and he's playing. And like Jesse said, he is going to play in tomorrow's game as well. Tori sounds very confident about that. However, kind of overshadowed here by the Corbin Carroll news and about everything else that's gone on today, we have word that Dre Jameson as part of the roster moves today was placed on the 15 day IL and Jesse, I know you weren't there. I know I'm going to tell everybody this. Jesse is so 
furious he was not here at Chase Field today because this day was <laughs> it was only the news. most the most eventful media day the next, ever it's the ever. Like next that journalist all curse season. yeah every really time is. you leave it, uh, something <laughs> it happens to Craig all the time every time yeah. you leave is when news breaks but as we know yesterday Dre Jamison had that moment where he was checked out on the mound apparently he was having some cramping in his wrist and we were told yesterday that that's the reason why he was wasn't feeling well but he continued to pitch mm -hmm. during his outing and and apparently uh this has gotten worse uh there is some uh forearm tightness there is some he is he's placed with uh elbow inflammation whenever you start hearing these words there uh, start to formulate a path to tommy john surgery and unfortunately, Lavolo's comments today did not do much to make us think otherwise. Here's what Lavolo had to say about Dre Jamison's injury. Um, yeah, so you guys have those moves, right? Um, so I'm kind of kicking myself today. Um, I, I've learned that if it's an elbow or shoulder, zero questions asked, you're coming off the mound. Um, I was told by the, by by the group that it was a cramp in his in his wrist. He's had experience with cramps in his in the past, and some throw a ball and it came out good. And he, Dre said he was good. So um, you know, the news wasn't so good this morning. There was some um, there was some tightness up in the forearm area, and at that point we felt like it was the best thing to do was to put him on the IL and let him rest up and get him evaluated. So um, he felt good. He was talking about how good he felt, and he was able to throw all pitches and came to the dugout, said he still felt good. Obviously, you asked the, the, the burning questions like, what's going on? How, how do you feel? Threw a great pitch to uh, Volgabach to strike him out after about an eight, 10 pitch at bat. So everybody was riding high over his outing, but this morning the news wasn't so good. It's a concern level for extended period. For Dre? Yeah. Um, my concern level is, is fairly high. Like, first of all, don't play dumb with us. You know we're talking about Dre. Your concern level? The, what do you, do you think we were talking about? The team's concern? No, we're asking about your concern level about this man. And when he comes back with his concern level being a high, I felt like you could hear a pin drop in, in, in that room for a brief moment, Jesse, because I don't think uh, any of us thought yesterday that it was as bad as this, and now we are finding this information out. It kind of, once again, goes back to what we were saying about Corbin Carroll, where like, can you really trust a player to tell you that they're okay at times when they are as dedicated to playing the game as two two guys are, like like Corbin Carroll and Dre Jamison? Yeah, I mean, it it sounds like this was somewhat unavoidable. Uh, I mean, it sounds like the news that Tory got today was very different than what was presented to him on the mound yesterday. Uh, like a wrist cramp, I, I could see how the Diamondbacks wouldn't really be all that concerned about that in the moment. Um, you know, maybe maybe the, the communication on the mound just wasn't ideal there and there was some information that was missed. But uh, yeah, I mean, the optics for the D-backs training staff right now are not great. Uh, I don't think they necessarily deserve that because I think they're doing their job and they're probably doing it well. Uh, but it's not great when you have like back-to-back -back occurrences of guys having injuries and not coming out of games and then those injuries appearing to be much more significant in Corbin's case as far as we know that an injury is not significant but in Dre's case you know he continued pitching in that game and today we get about as bad of news as you can at least as ominous of news as you can possibly get 
about a pitcher in this league, right? Forearm tightness. I mean, those are the those are the the magic two words right there. So uh, certainly hope for the best for Dre. The other narrative that will that will certainly develop that I'm sure we'll get to if it does happen that Dre Jameson has something serious is the D-backs have done the back and forth thing with him all year, right? A whole bunch of times. And Mike Hazen said over the off season that he didn't want to do that. He wanted to be careful about, you know, having a guy come in as a starter and move him to a reliever and then come back as a starter, move him to a reliever. He wanted to be careful about that. And I think the D-backs have played by some rules. They have a system that they follow, but this is still something that's a little unconventional. They have had Dre make that switch multiple times. And even if there's no way to know for sure, you have to at least wonder, you know, is that potentially playing a role in whatever injury Dre Jameson has? Does this injury fly under the radar a bit more with all the things going on with Corbin Carroll? Like, would this be a bigger story? Or more noticeable if oh yeah everything else that was going on today wasn't a hundred percent like yeah there's a, obviously I mean like we we would be titling our stro- show like yeah Dre I mean, Day it, is over and we would all be like we'd be in a terrible you potentially mood. lost somebody who you thought was going to be a key part of the the bullpen for the season like that would for a team that you think is going to make the playoffs that's yeah. a, that's a pretty massive loss and I personally Huge. was Huge like loss. very high on just Dre's just mentality like i had said before that he seemed like the kind of guy that was going to end up winning this team a playoff game yeah um yeah. and maybe not just necessarily being, this year but like a critical he, part yeah, of this he team. had the mentality of a guy who like i mean we talk about a bunch about how he kind of relishes in the high leverage situations why i thought he might have eventually and i'm not it's not like his career's over so like he still can eventually like maybe make a great closer type thing but um i, I thought he was the kind of guy that could have had a big impact for this team late in the season yeah um and if he is done for the season he obviously won't get that opportunity which sucks um, and it just also reinforces their need for bullpen help yeah. at the deadline if they are really going for it. Yeah, you're right. Um, now, Dre's injury impacts uh, a couple of things, right, Jesse? Because with uh, with the roster moves today, they called up Justin Martinez. They called up uh, Dominic uh, Canzone, which is very exciting. They sent <laughs> down Dominic Fletcher, uh, and they place Dre on the 15-day IL. An MRI has not been done yet, but they are still waiting the results before they decide on what's next with Dre. Obviously, that's coming soon. He wasn't in the clubhouse, or at least I didn't see him in the clubhouse or at the field today. So um, it feels like tomorrow's start, which we know now is going to be a bullpen start, which we'll get to here in a little bit, um, like like that decision and a lot of other things were all kind of hanging on you know, the information they get back, if they have to potentially move Dre Jamison to the 60-day IL, then that frees up a 40-man roster spot that they could potentially bring up somebody else or, or at least make some moves around. Yeah, I mean, Slade Shikoni was the name that we've talked about as, as lining up for the start tomorrow if the Diamondbacks right. went that route. I guess the door's not necessarily closed there. Uh, I mean, you could start Kyle Nelson and then bring in Slade Shikoni and you know, try to get four or five innings or something, have him be kind of your length guy in the game tomorrow. Uh, we don't we don't know that for sure. But yeah, I mean, uh, the D-backs have already moved Dre off of the active roster, obviously. But if they did move him to the 60-day, that would move him off of the 40-man. And then the D-backs would have an open 40-man roster spot where they could call up a guy like Slade Shikoni. As things stand right now, uh, they don't necessarily have a clear 40-man roster move. They DFA'd Connor Pilkington today. That was kind of the the clearest one 
in my book. They've already they've already played that card in order to open up a 40-man spot. So I guess Luis Frias is there. D-backs could maybe go that route of, of DFAing Luis Frias to try to open up a spot that way. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how they piece it together. I, I guess after Zach Gallon gave them seven innings today, they probably felt better about relying yeah. on the bullpen tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. And even with Justin Martinez's struggles, they really left him out there to just kind of figure it out. And I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't great. It, it was bumpy. It was everything that you don't want your first outing to be. But I, I understand how this staff, this coaching staff at times wants to help these guys kind of just get over those initial, you know, uh, like the, the, that anxiety that you have of, of making your debut. And and again, just show you that, like, yeah, you can give up some runs. and It's no big deal. We still won the game. Like, yeah, you can get nicked up, as Tori loves to say, but it doesn't mean that you're you're dead or you're defeated. Right. So like in, in a lot of these cases, I feel like it's building up the confidence and trying to get these guys to believe in themselves. And today's outing with Justin Martinez was kind of double fold because not only did it do that but he really did need to try his best to eat up some innings if he is going to go with a bullpen start tomorrow which sounds like that's going to be the case uh but moving on to happier topics jesse geraldo perdomo was named a national league all-star uh, after dansby swanson ironically enough uh has to step out with some sort of heel injury that he has but let's be honest perdomo belonged in the all-star game this entire time the man has a 2.4 war he has been hitting the crap out of the ball. He is our risk king, uh, and it's it was awesome to see Perdomo get this get this uh, acknowledgement. I, I tweeted this again today, and I know I, I know I've said it on the show multiple times. But just to reiterate, Geraldo Perdomo had the lowest OPS in baseball last year. Yeah, he was the players. worst hitter essentially in baseball <laughs> last year. Right? He was essentially the worst hitter in baseball. Yeah, of all guys who had 500 or more plate appearances, no one was less productive with the bat than Geraldo Perdomo. Uh, I would, I just took a moment today to look at to just kind of stare at the graphic that we made of Geraldo Perdomo, like in in the NL All Star. Like, it's, just, it, it's wild. just wild. It's just wild. I mean, of all of the things that that of all of the players that could possibly have taken that step forward this year. There's so many other guys, right? We would have picked Jake McCarthy first. We would have picked Alec Thomas first. We would have picked probably Gabby Moreno first. There's a lot of other young players on the team that you would think would have taken this step before Geraldo Perdomo. And yet he's, he's done it this year. And and I know I, you know, we've talked a lot about the expected stats and the hard hit rate and, and the story that all of those things tell of maybe Perdomo not being able to maintain this in the long run. That stuff can be true while also, uh, honoring what Perdomo has done to this point in the season, which is really incredible. I, I, in my book, even as big of an analytics guy as I am, that doesn't take away from the actual literal production that Perdomo has given this team to this point. It's really impressive. He gave a lot of credit to God for his improvements, which I'm sure frustrates a lot of writers because they wanted to like know actually <laughs> what he did. Like what? No, like what did you do? And he was basically like, it's because of God. And so I respect that because I know how angry it made some of the writers. So that alone was funny to me, but uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, when you take a look at his numbers, he has a 796 OPS uh, 381 on base percentage. We know what he's been able to do this year with runners in scoring position. He's just been absolutely outstanding. Like literally one of the best hitters in baseball when it comes to runners in scoring position. Uh, But he's just, it's just, it's just, it was just such a great thing. Like he's just such a, 
uh, great person. Like Jesse and I see him out there always taking, you know, fielding practice. And he, he's out there in, in son's jerseys taking practice and he's out there in purple wigs and he's just, he, he's, his mood is infectious. He's always just a very joyful person that loves playing the game. It's, it's kind of like his infield mate could tell with how much Cattell looks like a kid at times out there playing the game and just having a fun time doing it. But there's just something about Perdomo that is incredible. Another incredible thing was he told us today in the press conference that his mother had a dream that he was going to be an all-star, not 10 years ago, not two years ago, not last week, two days ago, his mother had a dream. And what's funny is he explained that his mother knows very little about baseball She's never been to one of his baseball games at Chase Field ever. She's never seen him play at a, on a major league level. So hopefully he's trying to change that and get her over here uh, for the All-Star game. But it sounds like it, it might be some, some issues with travel. Um, but uh, here's what he had to say about his mom's dream and, and how he interpreted it uh, being about him playing in the All-Star game. My mom called me two days ago. She had a dream like... I was in the like an all-star again. She don't know how to explain it to me because she don't know anything about baseball. But she saw me like with a bunch of my teammates and a lot of other players and a lot of media and it was like a way loud. I had some fun there. I, I imagine what she tried to tell me, but I said, man, well, it's maybe next year, maybe in two years. I didn't expect that. So I just called her too, like right away and told her she was crying too. Oh, it's just it's so wholesome <laughs> and beautiful. And it's also, I need not to, love Jerry P. I need to know if his mom dreamt about the lottery numbers, which he was asked <laughs> and he said he didn't think so. But uh, Jesse, again, just a, a wonderful story when it comes to Perdomo. Uh, and, and honestly, a wonderful story for this team. They now have four all stars uh, in this year's game, which is a credit to how well they've been playing and, and everything that they've accomplished in the first half. Yeah, I don't know if they really got the four all-stars right, but the D-backs did get four all-stars, which is kind of... <laughs> three, the, out kind of four, number, three out of four, three out of four, right? Number you're shooting for <laughs> from the beginning. You're still uh, mad Cattell's do, not in there. Yeah, Cattell definitely should be one of them. But I do want to acknowledge the comments in the chat about Francisco Lindor and how Mets Twitter was just utterly in shambles today when, when the announcement was made. And the problem, what they're not understanding is that Geraldo Perdomo got in because of the players' vote. Ken Rosenthal reported that. And the players' vote, uh, we heard this with Cattell Marte as well. The players' vote happened, I think, like several weeks ago at yeah. this point. Yeah. And if you look at a current comparison between Perdomo and Francisco Lindor, Francisco Lindor just had a pretty decent series uh, here yeah. at Chase Field against the Arizona Diamondbacks. He went like we seven fucking for watched seven it, with Jesse, eight we know. home runs the other day. <laughs> Uh, and those numbers, uh, none of that had happened when those when those votes were cast. So uh, Mets fans, I, I don't think quite quite got the memo on that. I do understand their point, but just the you know the way that this process works, Perdomo at the time that those ballots were cast was clearly uh, clearly ahead of Lindor at that point. Well, I know you've been in Seattle only for one day or less than a day. Have you eaten any seafood yet, or have you ridden on a boat yet? Anything, <laughs> any Seattle-y stuff? 
I had salmon for dinner. Hey, like, there, yeah. son of a bitch. I'm jealous. Uh, I wasn't expecting that, but you they don't bitch. have salmon. They don't salmon. have salmon in Arizona. All right, they only have salmon in the Northwest. I, look, so. I, I've been I've been told by fishermen that that pink crap they sell in the supermarkets is is not what it's supposed to look like. So I know what you're talking about. But uh, we look very forward to you joining us. Uh, we actually we look forward to you joining us from the uh, somewhere in Seattle for the MLB draft. We don't know if you will actually be able to do anything on premise there at the draft, but uh, we will have our draft show on Sunday, and then we look forward to tapping into you quite a bit. Uh, a lot of people want to know if you're participating in the home run derby. Any changes there to your mindset about that or no? Still, still a no on being in the derby. Well, they do have a high school home run derby, and a lot of people <laughs> tell me I could pass for a high schooler. So there I'm go. thinking about there trying, to, trying Bring to home that gold. We, we need to get you in the celebrity <laughs> softball game. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite there we go. of the week. That is my event. If we could get Jesse in the celebrity softball game, oh, that man. would be the greatest thing Let's of all go. time. Of all time. I want to. I want to have a. Do we have any like we? Uh, some of the, we need to have a charity softball. Imagine yeah. how fire a Friedman. National League celebrity softball jersey would be. It would be. Oh, oh, are you oh, kidding? Yeah. I would wear oh, that. I would buy multiple. Yeah. I would have Real one good. that I would hang up. I would have one that I would wear every single day until it no longer like was noticeable as a jersey. And then I would just have another one. Yeah. In case I spilled something on my first one. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about marijuana products now. So we're going to let you go, Jesse. <laughs> but we appreciate you stopping <laughs> in. And we look forward to getting updates from you next week. Sounds good. See you guys. Bye, right, Jesse. Later. Uh, and speaking of marijuana products, OG's Brands has oh, yeah, a solution baby. for all of life's problems. Wins, they got you covered. Devastating losses like last night, they have you covered there too. It doesn't matter. Is your mind spinning? You need to get a good night's sleep. They have sleep edition gummies. Exhausted and sore. They have therapeutic pigs, RSO, uh, RSO, Rick Simpson oil. Some of the best you can get. Oh, uh, can I just say, I had Rick never Simpson. heard of Rick's, uh, like RSO until... OGs and like I, I had got a bag of it when we first um, launched our partnership with OGs. Yeah, brother, they don't mess around. The they, RSO don't miss. The RSO, RSO don't miss. Is I, I mean, it was made for its medicinal purposes. So Correct. if you got stuff going on, uh, check out the RSO. But damn, even if you don't. Fun story. I found out if you've had like your gallbladder or appendix removed or certain organs, maybe you may like maybe you have a medical condition. Sometimes edibles don't work for you at all oh, based wow. on them being based on how they're made. That right? suck. RSO apparently solved that solution and RSO uh, mm. will still provide you with a lot Look of the benefits. So Dude, RSO sure. goes crazy. If you've ever if been you one of those know. people that says I've taken edibles and they did not work on me. Try some RSO for sure. Uh, and also try the wonderful variety of flavors that they have to offer over at OG's Brands because they are delicious. They're all about making a delicious edible that gets you exactly where you need to go. Flavoring life is what OG's is all about, and they make it so easy with their wide range of flavors and functions. No matter what it is you need, OG's has a gummy for it. Check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at OG's Brands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. And also, speaking of being 21 years or older, we have my favorite beer back in stock here at the office. It's the Joy Bus Wow Wee. And I will be making sure that I get to as Eric many of these. Eric has shoved a bunch of them down his pants. Oh, yeah, like, trust currently. me. There's trust me. Like, I four of them yeah, in his Did you see his backpack? Look, yeah, there's, I'm even don't more. Don't look in my backpack. I've told you guys that. Leave my backpack <laughs> alone. But, uh, of course, Four Peaks is the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. So no matter which brand, which flavor of OGs uh, you enjoy, you have a favorite one. 
Do you have you, a favorite? You, OGs or, or four, I'm sorry, I'm saying piece. I said OGs. Four four yeah, sorry. favorite four piece. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the in the setting. I might my, my go to like any no matter what. I mean, the Wow you can never go wrong with outside of the Wow because everyone says the Wow and I got to be different. Yeah, uh, Golden Lager, oh. love it. Golden Lager, love it. Wow. I think it's slept on. It doesn't get talked about in the conversation. Golden get Lager is crazy. Deserves. Yep, it's a great, great just drinking beer. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, check out all the variety that Four Peaks has to offer. And at Chase Field, make sure to check out the Four Peaks Draft Room located on the suite level down the first baseline. Uh, it is a fantastic place to eat, drink, and be merry. And obviously also watch Arizona Diamondbacks games from. And if your seats suck, you can go watch the game from there. The whole game, they won't even kick you out. You can just get a beer and enjoy yourself. Also, check out our D-backs takeovers. Check out the events page in our show notes to find dates and tickets. Our future events, we will be meeting up at the Four Peaks Draft Room. So make sure to join us there. If you are a teacher, don't miss out. There's not a lot of teachers Tuesdays left, but they are back at the 8th Street Pub. And every Tuesday through July, bring a valid teacher ID and receive $4 pints of Kilt Lifter, Wow, Hazy, and Hot Knot. Um, check out at Four Peaks Brewer at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or years or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. <laughs> Good one, Albert. That's that's a deep cut. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a throwback. That's a throwback. So appreciate that. But uh, we did. We had more good news. I know we tried to get that good news sandwich, bad news sandwich out there, but uh, we also had Dominic Canzone arriving today, like we talked about. He was one of the roster moves the D-backs made. He was called up before today's game uh, because basically he's just been absolutely raking for good. the Reno Aces. Pretty he's pretty, good. pretty, pretty good. Uh, Canzone's numbers in Reno this season. He's slashing 354, what? 431, what? 634 with what? a 1.065 OPS. What? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> so the Diamondbacks kind of are looking at times, especially with the way that that Mets series went for, for you know, just an offensive jolt, right? Yeah. And uh, Canzone might absolutely be that for them. He wasn't uh, in today's game, but we did get a chance to talk to him about getting called up and what the last 24 hours have been like for him. And, of course, like they are for any rookie getting called up it's uh quite the whirlwind feel like to uh, to get the call it's exciting man i just all i want to do is just uh, help this team win and um it's just one of those things where it happens so sudden you just um you're in shock at first and you just you kind of just go with it you uh, arrive in arizona and you see all the guys and you just have a smile on your face when did you get the news uh last night after the game probably 30 minutes i was just chilling in the clubhouse so it was a uh, it was a great feeling uh Lolly got me pretty good with just uh, just asking some questions, so um, it, it was it was a really cool experience. How, how do you how do you tell you? Uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it up to your imagination. But, uh, another time, maybe. Gotcha. Oh, what time did you get here? Did you get any sleep last night? I guess is my question. Um, I don't think a lot of people get sleep on on uh, on the day they get called up, but uh, a couple hours is, is plenty. Uh, what was the other question you got? No, that was it. That was good? Okay. Who were some of the first people you told? Just mom and dad, of course. Yeah, definitely just family, uh, friends that I went to OSU with, played with at OSU, um, and then just some high school buddies I was supposed to be. So m mostly just family. They're uh, they're all scattering around right now, trying to trying to find tickets, trying to find a place to stay for the night. So it's uh, a lot going on, but it's all fun. When you let them know, is it straightforward? Do you kind of... Well, they were all yeah. sleeping, so I, I woke them all up, and they were uh, they were groggy to say the least. But they were they were ecstatic, and they were they were looking for flights right away. So uh, again, just another amazing experience to be able to tell your parents that you're a big leaguer. <laughs> lot a lot of craziness. According, I think it, this is his mom, Amy. Uh, she sent us a tweet that said he got the call at 1:15 a.m. Huh. 
So, or I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's when they got the call from him is what she's meaning. Uh, she said they rented a large Airbnb here in town. Oh yeah. They flew in with the fam, six of his friends from grade school and their girlfriends. They're all staying together. Sounds electric. That's just electric. Right. And I mean, what a, what a reason to, to call off of work and to fly into Phoenix, Arizona and also, to see your friend make like, his debut. What a reason to just spend a bunch of money. Like you, you, there is there is very few times in your life where you get to be that rash and just yeah. be like, "Fuck it, I have, oh, yeah. I, I doesn't matter yeah. what's my bank account, You're I right. have to spend this money right now." Oh man, like, if I would have known this, this is, a month ago, then I yeah. could have scheduled this better. Yeah, like, no, no, oh, there's sorry, no bro. This shit. Sorry, bro, I can't be at your MLB debut. Yeah. Like, no, if you don't, if you can't eat for a few days, that's just how it has to be. And that's cool. Like that, that oh, your what? friend's got MLB your debut money your now. You'll yeah, exactly. buy your yeah. meal. No, that's, yeah, that's actually fuck that. Yeah. I mean, brother, this is my Venmo. If you want me there that bad, yeah. buy me my flight. <laughs> buy me my flight. Here's the link to the Airbnb yeah. I want. Book yeah. it. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But uh, again, we had uh, we have we had some more discussion again with Tori Lavola when we talked to him about Dominic Canzone being called up. Uh, we also asked Tori about what he's going to do for tomorrow. Uh, again, now we have that news after tonight's game that they will be starting uh, Kyle Nelson. So That's the uh, other, there's there's our probable the stars. The other, yeah, yep. Uh, Sean has figured out that they're, this team is odd with There's their too many name pairs, multiple name, pairs. multiple Dominics, multiple, multiple Zacks, multiple Nelsons, multiple Kellys, multiple. Yeah. And uh, I think I forgot just left one out. He's not a D back, but there's multiple Guriels as well. Well, yeah, there are multiple Guriels. Yes. Aren't they uh, related, though? Well, yeah, they are other? just brothers. Yeah, yeah. right. But it can I mean, get there's confusing. Also, there's also multiple Fletchers. There's also multiple Martes. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, we're, now, we're now we're breaking the rules a little bit. Uh but look, uh, Ryan, or uh, exactly, exactly. Ryan Nelson, Kyle Nelson, the Nelson boys, uh, Kyle Nelson will be starting for this team. And again, uh, not not super confident about either of these games now. And we still don't know who the Pirates will be starting in game three. But with Zach Davies in game three and and Kyle Nelson. And, Kyle Nelson and Kyle Lewis? Yep. Dude. And multiple Kyles? God damn it. This is uh, this is blowing my mind now. I'm saying. Uh, but overall here with the, the bullpen start, I mean, obviously you have a couple of guys that are rested. Uh, there were guys that did not pitch today. You still have Scott McGuff. You still have Andrew Chafin. Uh, the only pitchers that were used today were Miguel Castro and uh, Justin Martinez. So the Diamondbacks bullpen should be okay for this game. I'm just, I mean, and then you have the all-star break after that. So you can completely tax your bullpen over the next two days. And it's fine because you're going to recover from it afterwards. I still just think that the Diamondbacks really do need to end this first half on a high note. Yeah. And man, I don't, again, this is so petty of me, but I can't tell you what I would give to see the Diamondbacks win as many games as they did in 2021 in the first half of 2023 <laughs> like that's just crazy and they are now one win away from that so if they do win this series against the pittsburgh pirates that's exactly what we will be looking at a team that has won either the same amount or more games than they did in the entire season of 2021 uh, now this year so it's just crazy to me yeah um i mean the team is very good and yeah like i, I we were talking about it a little bit yesterday about why this series felt so important despite the fact that it was just a series against a team that's not that great like you wanted to have that great momentum going into the all-star break and i think obviously uh, this win puts you in a pretty good place to do that obviously it, this win won't mean a whole lot if you shit the bed in the next two but uh i i feel like this is big on getting them back on track for sure do we have an all-city division update 
because you know what we're already feeling pretty good about ourselves is there any way that we can just kind of like knock this out and make it these uh, guys are all losers like i'm sorry to i'm sorry i don't care all city you guys care. are losers can you can we throw, throw it up there i don't care losers. i want to look at it look at this yeah, no i'm, I'm yeah. saying it. i like looking at it too because i love looking at it they're a bunch of losers and we're win we're winners yeah that's the way it works. We wake up in piss excellence. Yeah. They, they don't know shit about that. We play for rings in the desert. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, that's it. That's Just it. saying. Just absorb it. For the audio listeners, uh, the Diamondbacks are nine games uh, in front of CHGO Cubs, 13 and a half games in front of the CHGO White Sox, Ooh. and 17 games. Uh, ahead of the DNVR Rockets. H O W H. Oh, duh, I fucked that up. W H O. Who? Yeah, that's where we're at. Who? Feels good to be on the yeah, top. Yeah, shout of, out the Cubs, though, because the yeah, New York Yankees. They did. They beat the Yankees. But it feels good to be on top of Dick Mountain. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel today. So We have uh, climbed the, to the top. Yeah, we have, we, have, we have summited Dick Mountain. And it feels down good to be on top, the top of yeah. Dick Mountain. Yeah. There you go. We gotta get one last one in. Of course, uh, make sure to check out some of our friends that are providing us with wonderful clothing, and you should get in on this too, mm. uh, including Bird Dogs, which makes some of the most incredible pants and shorts and, and joggers ever. Uh, it's right up your alley, I feel like. Right. Yes. Like it's very much like I need to coordinate. And they make, uh, they look good, but they're like comfortable, and I feel like that's kind of your whole. That's it. That's it. Shirts, like that's exactly stylish but comfortable. Th these shirts do not wrinkle, and 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 they feel great in the summertime. And bird dogs are like a a a a short pant version of the short, just without the crazy patterns. And which that I got to balance it out. You got you can't have you can't have shorts and shirts with crazy patterns. You got to go. You got to go with a simple yes. design no, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. On, your, on your shorts, on your pants. And honestly, the cool thing about Bird Dogs, too, is they have the built-in liner. The built-in so, liner. And they're usually like fun colors and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's a little hidden surprise of, of funness. Are we going? Are we going commando with the the? I think so. Lineup? Yes. Is that what we're yeah, doing? Yeah, I think. That's, that's yeah, I'm no, here no. for it. Can we have that conversation? And David, I'd be interested in you. Like, if you've got the compression short lining in the shorts, you're allowed to. I don't do it myself personally. That seems like I don't judge. far too many layers. Yes, but I don't judge exactly. Why do you have so many? Well, I would argue on? that the way I I feel like have your life, Damon. Live that your seems life like a lot. Free. Like it's a compression short. It's like underwear. No, it's it's, it's more than fair. Do you wear underwear under your like bathing suit too? Yeah. Oh, you're a weirdo. You're a weirdo. I, well, don't I like do. Him. I don't have. Be like us. I don't have bathing. Like I don't have a bathing suit, so I do no. wear underwear just no. under basketball shorts when I go swimming. Um, and but yeah, I just think having underwear under the lining under the shorts would be too many. That's too many layers. They also have it, shorts and pants sweat. with like multiple pockets, yes. which was what I need as a yes. dad. I can't go without I, my they, cargo I shorts. Like you know, I can't. I, I need I need pockets and. Yeah. Bird Dog has all that. The interior liner, the the khaki shorts that are they stretch, they look good. They're everything Money. you need. So they fit way better than the regular shorts that are made of that stiff restricting cotton. And of course, uh, they have their in they, they their patented cloud nick fabric that makes uh, that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement or comfort. So go to birddogs.com slash PHNX or enter code PHNX for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. Again, that's birddogs.com slash PHNX or promo code PHNX. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Uh, Foco, by the way, 
decorating our set, giving us little wonderful pieces of works of art, uh, is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, and most importantly, collectibles. These things are amazing. They're numbered. Uh, They're limited edition. Complex bobbleheads I've ever it, seen. Uh, it highlight. blows it's my mind. Yeah, it is an Arizona sunset. It is an Arizona sunset. And Jesse's still trying to figure out what player that is. Um, but, of course, it's spring. Carson it's, Kelly. It's Carson Kelly. Yeah. Carson Kelly, by the way, without facial hair, is still weird to me. Yeah. Uh, it's baseball season. Got to get all your baseball stuff. You do it over at po- FOCO. And, of course, you can get 10% off with our promo code. Uh, FOCO always has our back for Arizona sports, even when those other companies don't. And, of course, they have yours, too. Get the best gear around by visiting FOCO.com and using code PHNX. For all non-presale items, use the code PHNX, and you'll get 10% off. Uh, and, of course, last but not least, we thank More Furniture for giving us more furniture here around the office and making us so comfortable. Uh, I don't even want to be at baseball games anymore because the, it's not the, as comfortable as the chair there. is not as comfortable as our recliners out there. I hate it. Not um, a shot. And it's like I'm sacrificing what that ridiculous delay we've talked about with the baseball games. I'm sacrificing the excitement of being there at a baseball game and just absorbing uh, that entire atmosphere. You guys saw I ate a Sonoran dog tonight. It's the best thing you can eat in that ballpark, uh, but it's still not as good as sitting in my more furniture recliner. So uh, make sure you check out all the wonderful furniture they have to offer and make sure you make your space comfortable. Get it delivered with their white glove delivery service that we received here at PHNX. Save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head to morefurniture.com. Well, that is all we got. Like we said, guys, we'll be back on Sunday with our draft show. We will be here for the start of the draft. Uh, I think it begins at 4 p.m. Uh, our time here pacific standard time so we will start around then uh believe the diamondbacks game will probably be wrapping up around then too so we'll talk about that as well and we'll get you to the diamondbacks 12th round or 12th round we're not 12th round 12th draft pick uh in in the first round of the mlb draft that would be crazy to stay around till the 12th round uh but <laughs> you are staying around <laughs> yeah don't tell saul saul will make us and somehow stay i around. am too yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> damon's got to be here the whole time but, have fun with that y'all yeah but we thank you guys of course for joining us tonight and again for loving the diamondbacks you can follow us on twitter uh, and not on threads. We're not we're not answering Fuck any threads. tweets on threads or whatever they're called over there. Uh, I'm a cap underscore caveman. With Are they K just called threads on both? social media uh, i think so i don't oh, know we, someone uh, called it a spool and i wanted to drive to that person's house and punch them i'm at sean underscore to pause on twitter and not on threads it's different and i'm not telling you what it is because <laughs> fuck threads i don't want your follow follow me on twitter uh damon dog we are all damon's dogs <laughs> but of course damon is at damon dog d-a-w-g on twitter uh our shows at phnx underscore dbacks and of course all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and threads too, I suppose. But uh, we appreciate you guys stopping by. We thank you so much for your time on behalf of all of these guys. The show's been here. so unhinged. <laughs> That's what happens when Jesse's gone. That's what happens when Jesse's gone. There. There's no the supervision Cubs, here. The Cubs beat the Yankees for the first time ever today in the Bronx. Uh, they've played They've played How? eight times in what, history. What are we doing here? They've played eight times in history. It's not that impressive. Why not? That's see what like pitch clock. Get on board with it. New schedule. Get on board with it. Why eight times? Those teams like have been around since the fucking dawn of time, the and they've only played each other eight, eight times. times in the Bronx, and oh, then and then still, uh, eleven, like uh, but uh, eleven times in Chicago. So nineteen total times in the history of, be- of baseball. And they're the two biggest crazy. franchises in the of the last hundred years. Whatever. Baseball's been stupid, but we fixed it. It's all right. 
Yeah, he's right. Follow me on he's Twitter. Right. Don't follow, follow me on, him on Twitter on Threads wherever. We said all the things. We thank you guys for being here. We were gone. He just had to get one I last to, rant in. I just. You want to get one last Dick no. Mountain comment in? It might uh, be a while before we face him again. Uh. uh, uh well, I, I'll say it once. I'll say it again. Don't make a Dick Mountain out of a molehill. All right, that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know if I can do better than that. But we thank you guys <laughs> for joining us. Uh, on behalf of everyone, again, thank you for your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you conquer Dick Mountain.